Who's ready for an in-person episode? Ah, we get to hear the music for once. This feels good. We can also turn it down as we're... Sometimes it comes in a little hot. We got all the control in the world today, baby. Alexa, turn it up. Man, Pat's Alexa today is what you're not seeing. Alexa, get out of my podcast machine. <laughs> Dude, yeah, we can we can turn down. Dude, I, I, I get awkward when you're right here in, so in person. Is that why you called your uh, soundboard a podcast machine? Is this what it feels like when you meet someone online? I think so. You should come over. <laughs> this is my podcast machine in my basement. No one's home. Come meet me downstairs. <laughs> we'll record everything. It's safe. Dude, good to be with you. Good to be here. In the real. Real life. That's a thing now, right? People talk about real life. People talk about getting back. Does it seem like in some cases, and obviously everyone's still in different spots, but like when you do see people again, does it seem like a lot different? Oh, yeah. Like the the it's hard to make small talk again and everything. And like, you know, I did a show last night with some people and they were like, so, uh... What do you been? I can't really ask you that. Like what? Like they didn't know what to like. Didn't know what to talk about. You know? Because like, what have you been up to? Nothing. I've been side for a year. You same. Everything's yeah same. I've done the same as you. Let's move on. Exactly. Yeah, it's hard to uh, find things to talk about, and you don't even want to talk to the same people that right. you used to want to talk talk to. It's changed. You got to be different. That's the goal, right? You just had a year reset. I hope there's some uh, some change, some differential. Yeah, we got a lot of change here, man. I had to get a new dishwasher. Uh-oh. Yes. Because the other thing that this year has done is beating the hell out of appliances. <laughs> it really has, man. Our toaster looks like it's on its way out. <laughs> it's just cut, Everything's coming up just a little, like, come, just tan. Like, come on. We gotta, we had, we've gotten a new, what do we had to get a new toilet at some point. Mm-hmm. We had a water uh, tank. Right. The water heater. Oh, I remember that. That burst. Um, the fridge door is screwed up because kids, they pull down and out. Uh-huh. And it's, it's the microwave, too. You could tell that everyone's pulling from underneath. Hinges around angles. Absolutely. Yeah. So everyone being home, everything's been used that much more. Yeah. Our, our couches are beat up. The and mattresses you, are all indented. And you can't get a new couch. You ever try and uh, uh, purchase a new piece of furniture at this point in time? Uh, oh, yeah. It's just, everything's like a seven-month. Well, you're lucky just waiting for someone to throw theirs away. My sister was sitting on a lawn chair for a couple of weeks. <laughs> she got really? rid of a couch, yeah, and they, then the couch wasn't even, uh, then they get, it got delayed. And Oof. Yeah, you're right about that, man. Tough to get furniture. But do you, can you appreciate a dishwasher? Like, I had no clue what I was getting into. Like, how much would you even guess a dishwasher cost? What would you guess? Uh... I'd, I'd hope under a thousand, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, is seven hundred a good under a thousand? That's your bid. All right, I'm gonna go a thousand. I'm gonna go nine ninety nine. Well, that's not gonna help anybody. You go a dollar. <laughs> nine ninety nine just means we're both losing. Um, oh, you do? Is that how it works? Have you not seen the prices right? Uh, yes. Okay. I wasn't really paying attention <laughs> to strategize. So sorry. Um, seven hundred. Is that a good number for a dishwasher? For a good one, yeah, seven hundred. Okay. I got one a um, little bit less than that. The guy told Sarah that uh, they're all made in the same place, which I wanted to look up before we started recording this in person. But I got I got thrown, I got distracted. I was trying to prepare for human interaction. Understandable. Um, but yeah, I guess they're all made of this. I don't know if they really are. That, could, that sounds like an urban legend. Like yeah. really, the Whirlpool is Maytag. Well, I know some of them are like that, right? Like Whirlpool and Kenmore are the same company, just different brand names. Yeah. Like there's always going to be that stuff. Everything's kind of... Samsung makes it the uh, dishwasher now. Samsung does everything. It's unbelievable. I got a Samsung TV. Yeah. People have Samsung phones. Yep. Dishwashers. I think our, our oven is Samsung. Everything. Like there's a whole... And now they're doing a, dishwashers. Yeah. You can get like a whole Samsung smart kitchen. Samsung is just... They're taking over. We're, we're all worried about Apple and Samsung's just backdooring its way into controlling every piece of our home. They're very under the radar. Yeah. Very, uh, yes. I think it's the name. I like the move, the though. Samsung's kind of a little, you know, little hum, hmm, <laughs> under the radar. Look the other way. It's just, a, it's just a little Samsung. Samsung, just Sammy. He's back. How are they doing dishwashers now? It's a great question. 
So we've been washing dishes by hand because um, the thing went out on us. And that is not fun. I mean, I have more time to do that now. And, and I have been doing the big stuff, right? Mm-hmm. The big dishes throughout the year. It's meditative. I've embraced it. But when you have to do all the utensils and the plates and you got to, you bet you get backed up, you got to dry it all off, put it away. And it's, uh, it's not fun, dude. And, and I, I don't know about my technique. When I was younger, a lot of people would fill the sink with water, mm. right? And then that water would get like disgusting. Gross ass water. Yeah. Right? And then you'd, I remember like my parents, it'd just be like a brown, the, the sink water would be brown, yeah. but it would have soap bubbles on top of it. <laughs> so you would think it was clean, like just dunk it in there, <laughs> just wipe it out. I still don't know how that works at bars where they just do that thing with a cup where they'll just like for like yeah. three tenths of a second and take it off. And it's like, oh, that's clean now. Cool. We'll just ignore the lipstick on the side of that cup. No problem. Everything's fine. Can I do that at home? <laughs> just run stuff under hot water? Just get one of those. Which I have done after seeing that at the restaurant. Yeah. Like, that's all you got to do. Well, then they put them in the dishwasher a lot too. And they just like, those things are so hot. They okay. steam the hell out of them. That's fair. But no, I serious. I hear what you're saying. Sometimes at these uh, restaurants, you get the watermarks on there. Yeah. And, um, but I hope that my dishwasher doesn't go out one day. That's a day that I'm afraid of because like- you know, living alone, what do I use, like three dishes a week? Like, I mean, I'm not, you know, for me to spend that kind of money again on a dishwasher just doesn't seem fruitful. You know what I mean? Like I don't use, like I use it enough. I use it all the time, but I, I'm only filling, I'm filling it like once every three, four days and, and doing it. But like, yeah, I, I'd have to go a while to, you know, to make up that kind of money. We're running it every night. So we've got our money's worth. Cause as I understand, these things only last like three to seven years anyway, which is <laughs> Kind of a weird spread. It really is. <laughs> Three to seven. So <laughs> it might last twice as long, more than twice as long, or it might have an early exit. God, mine is. I bought my place in 06. Mine's 15. Mine's got its learner's permit. You're, you're Kinsiera for your dishwasher? <laughs> really Throw a party. You're going to. That's awesome, man. Okay, pasta, Maytag. How often do you run that thing? Once a week? Once a week tops, you know? And I've had some years where I wasn't staying there much, so it was once every few weeks. I mean, it's Wando a, on the strange. <laughs> it's a young 15. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, um, you know, so I don't fill the sink with water anymore. Mm-hmm. And then I'm, and then it's like, why well, are you wasting water? I don't even know. Um, but one thing I love and I was thinking about this, is we have that sponge that you put the dish soap in, yeah. you pour it in the handle, and then comes out the sponge. Yeah. Why don't we have that in the shower for us? <laughs> That's genius. Right? Put that the is... body wash in the sponge that stick. Let's invent this, dude. That is genius. Wash yourself with that. Yeah. Little little loofah that's got the, uh, yes. that's got the stick at the end of it. Yeah. Look at you just giving away million-dollar ideas. Great describe it. <laughs> Lufa with a stick at the end? <laughs> We're going to go on Shark Tank. All right, here's our idea. Jim, tell them about the stick at the end. Tell them about your idea. Hey, sharks, have you ever wanted to shower but hated putting the soap into the loofah? Have you ever done dishes and thought, I should shower like th-? They have it for toothbrushes. Like <laughs> Now they have these toothbrushes you tear open. Sarah's got uh, a couple of these disposable ones. Or like in the car, those tiny brushes. Yeah. You bite it. You almost like bite on it. And it pops. And then you can brush your teeth. It's like how you activate like a glow bracelet. It's like a... <laughs> you just snap it and then the toothpaste comes out and then you brush your teeth with it. It seems like NASA technology. It's pretty genius, really. I mean, I don't know how f- often we're away from without access to being able to brush our teeth in a sure. sink. But we ha- we're armed for that. Man, if that was NASA technology, it'd be a bad combo that they made that and Tang. Because orange juice and brushing your teeth do not go well together. No, they do not. My kids hate that. They uh, that is a, that is a punishment here. Absolutely. If they don't get their act together, I make them do that. Brush your teeth <laughs> and drink orange juice. You've been a bad kid. Yeah, that's part of the the. Uh, do I guys talk about Menards a little bit more though? Because Menards, if, if, that's where I ended up. I went to Home Depot and they are out of stock. Everyone's dishwasher is kaput. I believe it. With the pandemic. This has been a great year for dishwashers. Man, anything indoor. For that one that one factory where they slap different labels on them is super busy. 
I believe it. Like if you were to they're tell- coming off the line. That one's good for three years. <laughs> that price seven. I re- I tried harder on that one. I put all the <laughs> stuff in that one. This one's good for seven. This one's gonna be just a couple weeks. I didn't really. <laughs> I feel like when people were complaining about you know. Uh, People are making us stay inside. This is all big business. If they had told us it was big appliance that was doing this to us, I would buy it. You know what I mean? Right. I'd be like, okay, your conspiracy is holding some water now because my dishwasher is not and I need to replace it. <laughs> I mean, we had to get a new coffee machine, I think, during this year at anything that we uh, that we leaned on. Yeah. God, I mean, you, I did everything. You know, new tub, new toilet, new uh, new TV, new floors. I've killed two plants. I mean, it's been a it's been a busy year. A couple bikes. I've gone through a lot of stuff. Right. I'm sure everyone listening has a new pot or pan, new oven mitts, spatulas, yeah. and you kind of realize what you need too, and you ca- you appreciate a good appliance or a good uh, utensil now. Yeah. You know, like I got my favorite cutting board. <laughs> You know, I got the knives I want to use. Hell yeah. Start to develop relationships with, I've even learned to use a couple things. I didn't even know I was grading something over a pot not too long. And Sarah was like, here, we have a hand grader. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that that, that's what it was. I love it. You you knew that it it was in your home. You just didn't know what job it served? I knew, I recognized that we have a few things that I know we need and Sarah uses. Uh Uh-huh. Um. But you shy away from yeah, asking questions to, and right, yeah, makes sense. I haven't mastered every, even with your uh, Julia Child love. Even now that you're a <laughs> French chef, you still don't. Sarah got me the the uh, cookbook for Easter, the Julia Child cookbook. Like calling me out. I love it. I don't know if I do. I think I already moved out of that phase. <laughs> I was going to say, have you made anything from it since then? But it's a great decoration. I think that that's kind of, she likes that. Really too. nice. Like, everyone should have this. Absolutely. On did, display. Did you guys do, you guys had Easter gifts? Um, I didn't know we were doing Easter gifts. Okay, cool. Uh, so I didn't actually come show up with an Easter gift. Sure. <laughs> but Sarah got me that book. Oh, very nice. Which is very, it is very nice. Good. I should have gotten her something at the store. When I was there, though, at Menards, because they have everything at Menards. Unbelievable. They sell groceries. Absolutely. At Menards. And not ones that you've heard of very often. <laughs> There's like some really interesting generics that I've uh, never seen before. But uh, yeah, they've got a little section back there. I'm back. I'm turning around. And it's like they have a grocery store here now. I didn't even know Home Depot doesn't do that, do no. they? No. But you can save 11% if you get that rebate at the right time at Menards. I feel like there's a great bit, though. You just go in, like, the, the aisle where all the light bulbs are, you know, when they come. <laughs> Can I help you? I'm looking for applesauce. <laughs> just, you're in with the drills. <laughs> Do you guys have Cinnamon Toast Crunch? <laughs> I've been there and had people, like, talk me through, you know, like, granite countertops and stuff. And it'd be great if they were like, any more questions? <laughs> yes. Where are the dog rawhides? <laughs> You got to start going through the cabinets back there where the counters are. <laughs> What's going Excuse me. Yeah, dude, I'm looking for the soup. Where do you guys keep the soup? Oh, that's great. Menards is a weird setup because you walk into Menards and you have to go through a turnstile. You do. Why? It's like you're going into a game, like a sporting event. It's how they count how many uh, people are in there. Are we do- guessing attendance I think at Menards? <laughs> Who cares? They do a raffle every day. And they do. A, they want you to know how many uh, people were there. I, go, I went through the turnstile. I was like, "Are you going to give me? Do I get something for the the donut race <laughs> or the? Uh, am I one of the first five hundred? Do I get to wear one of those aprons that you guys have on? Dude, you went to a game today. I did. I went to uh, the Sunday game of the uh, White Sox opening weekend. That was today. Uh, you must be exhausted. You've been outside. It's a lot of fresh air. A lot of fresh air. Real cold fresh air. Long game. I uh, forgot how fun it was to be really mad at millionaires for not hitting a ball for four hours. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, the first couple innings, everyone's just so excited to be there. And then the moment somebody gives up a run, someone's like, this piece of shit. And the whole crowd starts booing everybody. And it's like, oh, yeah, we were terrible before the pandemic. We just forgot for a while. We're back. That's great. Was it a, um, could you tell it was like a COVID experience? Yeah. Everyone like, you know, I mean, everyone was good about like keeping their masks on when you were away from your seats and stuff. Um I was the idiot. I was walking in and uh guys like, sir, do you need a mask? And I was like, oh no, I have one. I just, like no one was wearing them as they were walking up. See, I watch you know? a game and I, uh, the catchers were the only ones wearing masks. 
Huh? All right. Come on. Dad jokes is for anyone, everybody. Is anyone doing that one yet? God, I hope not. The umpire, too. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's okay. Delete that. <laughs> Please don't. I hate myself. Okay. But it was a great time, man. It was fun to be out there and just like take in a game again. Do you they know? take your temperature as you walk in? No. You're like, I got White Sox fever! <laughs> Baseball fever, baby. They just had a, stare at them. They had a speed pitch. Oh, they That's did? What they did. Just put it up to your face. and <laughs> The radar gun? <laughs> 98.6. Did they... Um, so you had to sit in a pod, right? Yeah. How many were in your pod? There were five of us. Okay. Uh, yeah, it was just it was myself, four other comics. Um, just you know, you went for who booked us? <laughs> um, it was like every seat that wasn't one of ours was like zip tied. They had really? them like yeah, like it was storming the Capitol. They just had them all <laughs> locked up with these, like you couldn't open them. So we thankfully they were like a couple in front of us, so we were able to spread out a little bit more. There were a couple that were you know open, but no one took the seats and. Uh, yeah, it was uh, it was it was just different. It was nice to be there though. Like parking was a breeze. Getting in and out was fairly easy. You know. Yeah. I mean, all the jokes about socks not like selling a ton of tickets to begin with. It's like no, twenty percent capacity, man. You can you it's can absolutely feel a difference. And it was you know you got a shot at more like foul balls. I hear the the chances are a lot better now. Absolutely. And like so, you can scramble like that if say there's a ball hit nearby. Would you? Yeah, people were doing it. Yeah, people, people were. were doing it. Um, and humanity, man, like the moment someone would like, like there was a scorcher that like hit a guy. He wasn't even ready for it, you know, uh, maybe two sections over from us, just just flying up at him, like off of his hands and fell down because he was kind of trying to block and kind of trying to catch because, you know, and immediately everyone just turned on him and just like, <laughs> just, just boo, you suck. He's like, I'm not even on the team. Jump. <laughs> it's unreal. Dude. That's funny because I was watching the game and I heard Benetti talk comment on that. Really? Yeah, that he got booed for not for not making a play. Oh, that, yeah, it was. Uh, I it, picture you not scampering for the foul ball, not running like a madman, but bidding online <laughs> for the ball. <laughs> I'd like to buy it later after it's been I would like collected to, yeah. and autographed. You know, I'll uh, have it PSA certified. I'm a collector. That was a maddening game for the White Sox, but it's so fun to uh, see baseball back yeah man we we blew two leads in that game um and just like the you forget how sad everyone is leaving a baseball game where the home team lost you know and like every just walking down the ramp with everybody and every group is just like someone's making excuses and you know hey listen it's early in the season man and at least they ended it in 10 this could have gone a lot longer we could have could have been a lot worse you know yeah. try to make yourselves feel better because you just forget about that part of the experience was anyone yelling stuff on the ramp like yeah. Cheer up. More just Could like. be worse. 500,000 people have died. <laughs> what are you, you're mad the Sox lost? No one went that far. I haven't even been vaccinated. <laughs> Shouldn't be here. <laughs> I've been coughing for a week. Wait, what? There was a balk in the game today, and they attributed some of it to that individual voices because of the crowd capacity can really be heard. So yeah. if you're a heckler or you like to yell stuff out at a game and I'm talking to myself here, <laughs> I want to go to a game. It's going to be crazy. Put with you me there. near. <laughs> Put me near the wall. Right near a speaker. Um, in the opening series uh, for the White Sox this year against the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, I think that's enough words for their name. Wait, where are they from? Uh, they're from Orange County. Um <laughs> There was a guy who you could clearly hear every inning just arguing with, like, just, and uh, someone brought one of them up today. It wasn't even an insult. He was like, hey, Robert, I heard everyone says you're going to be the next Mike Trout. It's like, not even, like, it's not even an insult to the guy. Like, people think you're going to be really good, huh? <laughs> and then, I mean, he just, Chicago sucks. And then you couldn't hear what someone else said. But then you hear him go, all right, I guess. <laughs> like, someone talked him out of it. But it's just great because you can hear one individual drunk just yelling stuff and like and, and just throughout the game. And then like his team would be going to the dugout, they'd be ending in an inning, and you just hear him like, Hey Trout, throw me that ball. Hey, throw it to me. <laughs> just like, what are you doing? It's great. He has no clue. You're gonna be the I heard you're gonna be the next trout. Yeah. It's a compliment, it's right? Unbelievable. He's the best player in the game. But he yelled it out as an insult. <laughs> Absolutely. That's great. It's awesome. Her people are saying you're next to Maggio. <laughs> Loser. 
I gotta um, get to a game, man. I'm dying to go to a game because uh, I want to get my kids to a game. Yeah. But that's gonna be a while, probably. Did you see? Did you notice? Like, were there families there? There weren't a ton of kids. There were some where we. Because I know when you go out in public, you're always looking for. Yeah, I'm like, where are the families at? <laughs> where, the, where are the families at? Um, where I mean, we were in the nosebleeds though, so it was mostly just. You didn't go to the fundamentals side. desk. We did not. We did not. Deck. Also, I didn't walk up to anyone and be like, "Where are the kids? What sections are those?" Because <laughs> I felt like that would, yeah, like I'm doing research for a podcast, but they didn't. Um, so. Uh, it was mostly just Southside degenerates, which were good to be around. By the way, it's been a while since I've uh, I've been around the the average Sox fan. It was really fun. Um, you're in one's basement right now, so mm-hmm. watch yourself. <laughs> no, I love it. Did you eat anything there? I had a bratwurst. Oh, you did. I did. I had a brat. They were uh, very few concession stands around, and uh, they were kept running out of stuff. Um, they're new with this, you know, we're all in different places uncertain times. So, uh, I finally found a stand with a bratwurst and I was like, sold, I'm in. Grilled onions. Grilled onions, a little bit of mustard. And a boy. Have a day. Yeah, you know. Well, I'm glad you came, uh, out here for the, uh, in-person post-game. Yeah, happy to be here. Happy to do it. It was, uh, they, um, the White Sox came out, to, they took the field to DMX, um, and then, uh, when... Adam Eaton hit a home run. They did the fireworks and played a little party up by DMX. They had a nice couple of nice little DMX tributes. Um, nothing about Prince Philip, unless I, I thought, missed it. I thought you were going to say, yeah. Uh, they uh, after Adam Eaton's homer, they played Prince Philip's favorite song, <laughs> really which is which is what? What would his song be? That was the most all over the place. Those two deaths. I was like, this is right up our podcast alley. <laughs> it really is. The Crown and hip hop, uh, two mean, deaths, and like very important ones, right? Very important ones. Although I still don't quite understand. Tell me what you know about Prince Philip. I know that um, he was due mm-hmm. for, <laughs> for this, sure. for sure. This was the uh, the final ep- his his final episode of the Crown. <laughs> we know how that we know how that episode's gonna end. Mm-hmm. Prince Philip, Pete. What do they call him? P squared? <laughs> Is that what they call him? Double, double P. Double P. <laughs> no. P P. It sucks because it's the the P and then the the F sound for P. Yeah. So you can't. It P.F. Chang. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's what that's what they called him. He looked um, like he died a while ago in a couple for pictures sure. I saw, and that would be online, and and you feel bad for him, right? Yeah. Um, had a long run, almost a hundred. Yeah. Right. Big number. Big number on the board. I mean, I think he, if you dig deep, I think he was related to his wife. I think that it's all kind of strange. The whole monarchy stuff yeah really i didn't realize there was a potential relation i think that they're all related i wouldn't i can understand that except Meghan markle and that's why she was fired <laughs> and ostracized oh man um i i guess i didn't this is how little i pay attention to that i guess i didn't fully get that prince philip was the queen's husband no. Right? Like, I like because you wouldn't think of a queen marrying a prince, but that's what it makes sense, right? She was the queen. He couldn't be a king because he's not, I guess. He, he wasn't on the, the, well, he was in the bloodline yeah. probably somewhere. <laughs> but, but not official. No, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that can be confusing to, um, maybe to, not to someone your age. To idiots who just aren't paying attention. <laughs> I just don't care enough. I haven't watched any of The Crown. Oh, well, I care, Jim. And I'm glad you got to the bottom of it. But it's all been strange for a long time because- he his um hurt well we've been over it anyway he died DMX though I felt bad for you I mean I'm sure you're a big uh, Rough Riders fan what what did they play as the Sox came came out was it that 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 anthem or party up up in here oh really did yeah, you lose your mind I did I did up uh, in there did. and you were in the upper deck that I was <laughs> that must have been like up in this is a sign this is a sign. upper deck in here. <laughs> Um, DMX was pivotal to my teenage years. I mean, there was a time where he had the number one and number two records at the same time, like two full albums. And his first two albums were both at least top five, but I thought you they put were number out one and the- two within like six months. But the first one was so popular. I think it was It's Dark and Hell is Hot. And I forget what the other one was. Um, he put out the first album and then another one? Yeah. And they were. Did he mean to put it out? I mean, but they were both just blowing up. Everything that guy touched was gold at the time. And uh, um, he was just, you know, and, and like they had the Rough Riders album at the same time. I mean, he was the biggest star in the world. Everyone knew the what? 
and all of his like different. If you're just tuning in, we're listening to uh, Jim Flanagan talk about DMX. Come Jim. on. <laughs> what? Y'all going to give it to me. I've been here. Um, if you are ever bored, there is a fantastic video of DMX and his daughter riding a roller coaster. Have you ever seen this? No, I don't think I have. It's amazing. He's he's losing his mind up in there. He really and he's just like screaming his ad libs. He's just and she's like fine and he's just losing his shit as you would expect DMX to do on a roller coaster. And it is one of like those pure joy moments. You know what I mean? That just uh, it's incredible. Oh, that's too bad. I didn't realize. Uh, you know, I don't know the backstory on this family, but the um, young, fifty years old, um, his voice was like. If you heard it, like I'm not even, I'm a casual hip hop sure. fan, but I know DMX's voice, right? Yeah. And he did like, I remember he was on, uh, he did a Limp Biscuit remix um, for Roland. Really? And before he even came in, you hear the what? And the first time I was like, you know, like it catches your eye, you know, your ear and you're right away. You're like, is, is that Darkman X? Is that DMX right there? Like, and, and all of a sudden he just comes in and you're just like, wow, this is changing genres, you know? And uh, yeah, I mean, but everything for a little while there, he was on top of the world and, you know, Rough Riders Anthem, uh, Party Up. What was the other one off of that album with Party Up? There was so he never there. really elevated Limp Bizkit, though. He wasn't able to. I mean, they were huge, though, at the <laughs> sure. time, right? Like that was that was after Nookie and all of that. So they were kind of. Which they did it all for. <laughs> that's what they did it all for, for sure. Um so you could see why things went downhill for them after that. Yeah. Like once you've, once you've gotten your Holy grail said nookie, like, of course you're going to fall off. DMX was a, um, a rare dude in that, uh, he had the three initial thing going. I'm trying to think other great three initial people, a lot of politicians. Yeah. Like, like JFK, FDR, Daryl McDonald, LBJ, Daryl McDaniels. McDaniels. Is that for DMC? Run, run DMC? Yeah. The DMC, DMC? Daryl McDaniels, I believe it is. Um, or was, but yeah, I mean, there's, uh, RBG, RBG, LBJ, MLK, MLK. Absolutely. TLC. One eye. Oh, don't go chasing waterfalls. <laughs> Stick to them rivers and lakes. She died, right? Uh, left. eye did left. eye did. Yes. And she was married. I remember to Andre Risen. And I think she burned his house. She down. burned his house down. That is correct. Wow. Yeah. That was a volatile relationship. I'll say. <laughs> Lisa Left Eye mm-hmm. sat Andre Ryzen's house ablaze. She sure did. Um, what happened then? Uh, I don't know all the specifics. That was, I mean, imagine like some of those things if we were in the time of social media where everyone's talking about it, you know, and, and there's first person accounts and things like that because we just kind of got <laughs> little right. bits. MTV News and Sports Center both covered that one for about five minutes each and then we moved on. Now it'd be like a d- bunch of memes, waterfalls, <laughs> putting the fire out, lakes, lakes and oceans. But rest in peace to DMX. Uh, certainly ran into some substance abuse issues. Um, you know, you, you don't wish that on anybody and uh, uh, you hope the best for his family. Man, you, you said that like they're going to play the tribute on <laughs> And Jim Flanagan Here we go reflected on DMX party up. legacy. Y'all going to make me lose my mind. He doesn't pop up like uh, some of these guys, like Snoop, dude. I was watching, uh, I mean, my kids were watching this show on Nickelodeon, Henry Danger. Uh They like binge on the show all the time. And I'm in the background getting dinner ready. And Snoop pops up. Really? Like this guy is everywhere. This dude. It's almost like if you are growing up in America or maybe even on the planet, at some point you're going to come across Snoop. Absolutely. Right, there can't be many people with a higher Q rating than Snoop. Do you know what that is? Like they ask, like Middle America, Joe Average, just people of all different backgrounds. You know, do you know who this person is? And uh, he's got to be one of the most famous. I mean, for for hip hop, for sure, he's the most famous. I think it goes um, Snoop Dogg, mm-hmm. Wilford Brimley. Yep, for sure, top two right there. And from hip hop, um, who was who was the other? Lisa Left Eye Lopez. <laughs> I think those are the big three that everyone knows. You know. You know all of her names. I <laughs> sure do. Um, Snoop like started, I remember he did a commercial with Lee Iacocca. And then uh, I want to say it was like an AOL commercial. And then Martha Stewart eventually, right? They started hanging out and getting high together. And then uh, all the way through to Henry Danger. I keep wanting to say Harvey Danger, which is flagpole sitter, <laughs> which I could also see him popping up on a remix of. 
Leah Iacocca is a name. It's a great name, isn't it? Yeah, I'm trying to hot dog that one. <laughs> what, what do you have? General Mia Cola. That's good, dude. That's a solid I was going to go with Smith State Abbreviation of Iowa <laughs> Butter. <laughs> it's perfect. It's too long. It'll happen. I had some hot dogs ready for you because I looked at who's like, you know, who's celebrating a birthday this week. All right. Historical things that you know how we do on all over the place by the way you know i've been doing radio so i i, I gotta take a break here for uh, station id you i'm sorry it. you're listening to all over the place with pat mcgann and jim flanagan <laughs> that is beautiful is that young josephine mcgann yeah that's the uh i don't like how she said the names there i no, didn't really I loved it did we really hear that one go more time through it yes this is kind of embarrassing jose you're listening to All Over the Place with Pat McGann and Jim Flanagan. <laughs> it's beautiful. I need to thank Josephine. Well done. That's Jose with the uh, with the ID tag here. You're listening to All Over the Place. How has radio been? Has it been uh, has it been a fun little thing to? It has been fun, dude. It is not easy. I believe it. The uh, solo talk is really difficult. You know, I feel like this is. My speed, like having a conversation, being able to bounce stuff off someone. Feedback. And, it's what yeah. comics do. And you're talking like literally into a void. Yeah. Which, you know, is tough to do without going into like material or like you're just kind of like, you know, when you're doing a show or you're doing like, you, you kind of have like, you're going somewhere. Right. I guess what I'm realizing is like it takes significant prep work to fill that time. And uh, so far, I've just been doing a lot of interviews on there, okay. which is easier for me. Yeah. I mean, of course, that's a, people train for this for years, you know, and still it takes a very long time to get it. Like stand up, like anything. I mean, it is. And, and it's just you don't have that feedback, which is what we're used to. So working for an audience of zero is insane to me. Dude, I did the other night and um, there we had their booking guests, too, mm -hmm. on WGN. This is WGN Radio. 720, just doing a couple filling things. They had the kid from Shameless. Shameless is, now it's over by the time this comes out. They're wrapping up this weekend. Oh, really? Longest running show on Showtime. 11 seasons. Longest running scripted series on Showtime. 11 Crazy. seasons. So this kid, Ethan Kakowski, came on. He plays Carl. Oh, wow. On the show. He started when he was nine. He's from here. Okay. The Chicagoland area. Um, I think St. Charles. So anyway, had a nice conversation with him the other night. He was very cool. Um, and I need to check out that show. I've tried to get into it. And I just haven't really connected with it. I don't know. It's like, you know, when you watch like the first episode of something and you're, especially if you heard a lot about it. Yeah. You just kind of, but then I'm like, William H. Macy, like he's, and he's been there the whole time. And that's the, what I was uh, just going to Emmy Rossum too, right? She, her, that catapulted her career. Yeah. She's no longer there. But um, anyway, people love that show. Yeah. So I, um, wow. This is the first time I, so I watched the first three, maybe four seasons. I enjoyed it. I just kind of fell off and never picked it back up. And then you're like, oh, well, they're on season eight, season nine. And it's like, that's a big commitment to jump back into. You know what I mean? Right. And, uh, um, but so I never really got back into it, but I was wondering like how many of those people are, are still there from the original cast. Like, I mean, yeah, Carl's a grown up now. He was, you know, he, he was just a baby when that show started. Right. He was really nice. He's, he's had a great career and it's just starting. And like, can you imagine you're closing out the longest running series on Showtime and you're 21. Yeah. Like you're 12 year, 11 year veteran of this game at 21 years old. That's insane. His career is just getting going. That show though, do they name it where they are? Are they in Bridgeport, Canaryville? Or do they, is it like a fictional neighborhood that's just on the South side of Chicago? That's a great question. They didn't really name the neighborhood. Um, at least early on that I saw, they may have at some point after, I don't know. And different people kind of talk about it being different areas based on where they're from, you know, that does everyone it, thinks it's theirs. Does it resemble what you know about the South Side? Somewhat. I mean, it's a, it's an exaggerated version, you know, it certainly isn't, it, it's, it's a, it's way lower income than, uh, you know, it, it, it's. What's it's the a, feel of the show? Is it a, um, it's funny, like. Yeah. What would you compare it to? It's funny and dramatic. It's one of those where it's basically just a down-on-their-luck family with a, a drunk dad who isn't really there for much, you know. And uh, I don't really know there's a show to compare it to. It's just kind of all of, like, the kids trying to raise themselves. 
but it's not like a 90s feel good, you know, where it's like everybody's doing the right things and we all come together at the end of the episode, like everyone's doing what they need to do to survive. And uh, so it's just much more gritty. And, and I think in that regard, it's more real, you know, but at the same point, it's uh, it's certainly like a, an escalated version of it. But I need to get back into it. I've heard nothing but great things as it continued on. Sounds like small wonder. It really, yeah. So there's a <laughs> robot that lives in their closet. I, did I not mention the robot in the closet? I'm so sorry. And then Mrs. Poole lives across the hall, and she's like, no, 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 no. Do you remember that lady? Yes. We've talked about her before. Fantastic. Made of plastic. <laughs> the um, hesitation I always had with it when I watch it was like, ah, this doesn't feel like so sad to me. Yeah, I can understand that. It, I can really understand that. And, I, I mean, there's different Southside neighborhoods that have laid claim to it. I don't think it's real. I think it's just, like I said, a conglomeration of it. Yeah, I'm going to have to check it out. So he was on there, and uh, then Loyola just hired a new head coach. Because yeah. Porter Moser, who was the head coach of Loyola men's basketball, took a new job. Oklahoma. Can you imagine moving from Chicago to Oklahoma? That's How do you explain that to your neighbors? <laughs> also, I thought Sister Jean was the coach of Loyola men's basketball <laughs> up until right now. I asked him if Sister Jean was in the room for the interview. Mm-hmm. Um, he did not laugh. <laughs> I asked him uh, a couple other things that he didn't laugh at. I think, I don't know that he was, um, knew that he was talking to a comic. Sure. He didn't know. Sure. You know? And then I, he was, uh, I was asking him for some drills like for the kids and he's like, well, you can always do the mic and drill. You know, you get under the basket and I mean, that drill has been around forever. I'm like, oh yeah. And the mic and drill, Ray Meyer. And he's like, the mic and drill was created by George Mikan. <laughs> yeah, like corrected me on that, but Ray oh. Meyer did create it with him. Did he? Re- okay, I don't yeah. know the history of it. I mean, At the, well, neither does Drew Valentine. All right, who had coach of Loyola? Where did he come from? Uh, he's from Michigan. Okay, yeah, he, he very nice dude. He was great, and they're. Gonna, I hope they get you know reload. Run, yeah, you know, they seem to have a, something special going on th- up there. Absolutely. All right, well, here's a hot dog for you. Birthday this week. He's All turning right. seventy four. Copperfield High School Jacket. <laughs> the man who uh, who launched your first television appearance, uh, uh, David Letterman. It is David Letterman. He's 74? He's 74. Is it wrong that I thought he was older by this point? Well, you know, he kind of invites that assessment with the... Uh, his unkempt look. <laughs> his... His, his hair and beard. He maybe? looks like he found out about the pandemic three years before the rest of us and just started practicing. But he looks good like he's in shape. Absolutely. Just kind of not giving a shit anymore after after spending all that time in hair and makeup, I'm sure. Actually, he looks awesome for 74. Yeah. What is great about him is he has never gotten like work done i don't think i would guess right, right. i mean come on he's, he's got not, a haircut done are you kidding he's me? not doing that he's not putting construction in if he's not doing the basics he's what you should look like yeah and he quit drinking a long time ago had a boy so he probably had and then he got real healthy after the heart attack i think ah okay or heart surgery that'll do it um he looks good absolutely um, I like that he's still doing stuff. Yeah, I do too. So, uh, for anyone who doesn't know, you did you had two appearances on the Letterman Show. I know it's not why, but uh, like, did you get a chance to 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 speak with him at all? Because he's an idol of yours. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, no, not really. Not, I mean, just very brief, very yeah. nice, yeah. like real complimentary and just but brief. Yeah, you know, I could imagine that though. But good vibe. Um, and loved you enough to bring you back a second time in, in a in a short period of time before he left, which was cool. Oh, that was yeah, that was so cool. Um, so glad I was able to do that. Yeah, still almost seems like a blur. I can only imagine. You still got the uh, cue cards that David read, right? I do. That was uh, my collector's item. That's, that's so awesome. There's uh, nothing wrong with that. If you're gonna take a little keepsake. That's a great one. Yeah, that's the one I wanted. So he is 74. Man, that's David a good Letterman. run. And he left on his terms, which is nice. I feel like a lot of late night hosts stick around and stick around, you know, and, and that's why I think I felt like he was older. He left at fairly normal retirement age. Yeah. And when I say like, it's cool to see him doing other stuff. It's like, he's not going to let that really like it defines him and that's how he will be known. But I, I love that he's still doing stuff because he's still evolving himself. And you can see the way he has, um, you know, the conversations and in the interview show like he does on Netflix is completely different than his other show. So 
That's what cool. I love about it too. Like he gets in depth with one person. I haven't seen all of them, but like I saw some of the clips of him like hanging out with Kim Kardashian for a day. You know, just like right. getting to know more about them and then diving deep into him because he's an incredible interviewer. But this is like a little more. Yeah, you know, a little less throwing shit off the ledge of a building and more like getting to know people. And he picks like what he wants to do. Yeah. You know, one thing he did do that I loved and it kind of like connected a lot of things for me too, because I love Pearl Jam, mm-hmm. is Pearl Jam asked him to induct them into the Hall of Fame, oh, the Rock cool. and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah. And Letterman um, did that, you know, and when they were climbing, if you can go online too, this is kind of a cool thing. Letterman was like hooking black, the song black, and then Eddie Vedder dropped in and, and sang it. That's like awesome. on a whim, and there's like a backstory to it. Really? Um, that's online. And he just like pops in the side door, doesn't even sing the whole song, just does, does like the refrain that like do 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 That's so like, cool. Because that Dave, you know how Letterman would like get on something and say it all the time. Yeah. For like the whole week, two yeah. weeks, three, you know. He would just do these callbacks and he was doing that. And anyway, so he came in. That's but when awesome. I did that show for the first time, they let you pick your walkout song. And I picked State of Love and Trust by Pearl, Pearl Jam. Jam. Yep. And that Paul was. Schaefer uh, and the crew does it. That was cool that they let you pick that song. I wonder if anyone had to learn it. You know what I mean? Like, did, they, did any of them in the band have to learn it to bring you out to it or did they already know it? No, I think they probably. They probably already knew it because I think they play a lot of their stuff. Yeah, that's fair. And especially in a lot of breaks, I can remember them them doing that. Yeah. All right. So here's another hot dog. This woman is turning 50. Okay. Whew. Um, I got to try and hot dog this one. This is a little bit tougher than I thought. We can go um, Sharp Brad. Sharp Brad. Shannon. Both of those hot dogs are athletes. I'll give you a hint. She is not. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, uh, uh, from 90210 fame, uh, Shannon Doherty. Correct. Once you said athlete, that gave it away. I was nice thinking, work. I was thinking Sterling Garrett for a moment there. But for an extra point, can you name her fictional character on 90210? I absolutely can because- You want to hot dog it? Uh, I can definitely uh, uh, do that. Um, See, I want you to say that definitely because now I think I set you in a trap. I really did. It is very hard to hot dog Yeah, this first name. Absolutely. Brenda. It's got a baby is what I was going to say. What? It's got a baby. Brenda's got a baby, the old Tupac song. No, I don't know that nah, one. It's uh, Brenda's got a baby. So I was going to say, it's got a baby guy from America's Most Wanted. That's not a hot dog in the least. That's a terrible... Uh, uh, Man, are there any famous Brendas out there? Dude, I looked and there really isn't. Um, but I have to bring it full circle for you. I would you. say Walsh Brenda would be my would right? Be, would be my hot dog Jefferson. Right. For Brenda Walsh. Also, uh happy birthday to her twin brother Brandon too then, right? Jason Oh no, never mind. He's dead, right? Jason Priestley's not dead. Oh, okay. The other guy is dead. Then happy birthday to her twin brother <laughs> Brandon Walsh as well. Luke Perry. Yes. Luke Perry. R.I.P. Do you ever see Eight Seconds with Luke Perry? He plays Lane Frost, who also oh. is is dead. That's a, oh, I, won't, I want to say, what was that, early 90s? It's an early 90s movie that has like a late 80s energy. It's a true story. And Lane Frost was a rodeo guy who got a ton of pub on George Michael's sports machine. Remember Jorge Jordan? Yeah. but His, his show? He would go to the machine, and he was big on rodeo. He would pepper it in. Let's go to the rodeo. And I remember I was watching George Michael's sports scene on this particular night, and there was a tribute to this guy, Lane Frost. Wow. Great-looking kid, 21. I might be even younger than that. He was um, like a rodeo superstar, and he died at at the rodeo. I'm trying to find this eight seconds. I'm not familiar with it. It might be nine seconds. Okay. Um, I remember him being, I remember Luke Perry being in some sort of like, I don't know if it's like a Lifetime movie, like some movie where he was a real bad dude, you know? And uh, I just remember that like changing my opinion of him as a child. When uh, when that show was on, it's like, wait a second, this guy's a bad guy. He was kind of bad on that show too, right? Yeah, with but this the- was like much worse. This is pre-Sideburns? Yeah. There, that big, that was a huge contribution, the sideburns. Luke Perry sideburns? 
And Absolutely. I loved, I remember when I was watching Seinfeld and they took a swipe at the sideburns in the sponge episode. Do you remember that? No. If the guy's sponge worthy, Elaine, oh. and she's, she's like, yeah, I'll, I'll, you know, we can do it. Yeah. <laughs> but you're going to, you're going to do something with that sideburns, right? You said you would. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll get rid of the sideburns. That's hilarious. And I remember thinking, wow, they don't like, but looking back, of course, Jerry Seinfeld was probably like, and Larry David. What's the deal with sideburns? <laughs> Can we calm down? Look at this guy who pops up. He is a 90210, like, you would think this guy was on 90210, but he wasn't. Who is this guy? He's in everything. Let me take a look. Oh, yeah. Um, I couldn't even tell you his name, but he. I'm sure he was in a 90210-esque show where he played the Luke Perry Now we got to find character. out that guy's name, or this doesn't make sense to have in the episode. Absolutely. I wonder who... Uh, How'd you find that? I just typed in sideburns. I'm surprised the character from Billy Madison didn't show up when you said that. The janitor? What about you, sideburns? Want some milk? I am shocked that if you Google sideburns images, that you would think Luke Perry and Jason Priestley come up immediately. I would think so. I'm seeing Elvis before them. That's fair. And Chester Arthur. Yeah. Um, Who's the dude who played Wolverine? He's coming up. Oh, the Australian. Yeah. Hugh Jackman? Hugh Jackman. That, that guy like can do name. everything, by the way. Have you ever seen his, like, he'll come out dancing. Singing. Singing. Yeah. He's like the greatest showman. Absolutely. That's a, that's a movie, Jim. Okay. Was he in it? <laughs> yeah. He's the star of it. <laughs> that that's makes a, sense. That was another dad joke. That's a great For one. For the Brams. Here's another hot dog. She's 41. Cloudless Danish girls. <laughs> cloudless Danish girls. Cloudless um, is a little bit of a stretch. Yeah, Sunny. Is that a first name? No, no. Um, because it's another first name for a woman that's tough to hot dog. We'll we'll go on. Uh, we could do boutique Danish girls. Um, but cloudless is is a little bit of a stretch. Boutique Danish girls. Claire. You talk about um, Claire Huxtable. Danish women, Danish girls. What would you call a girl from Denmark? I wouldn't even, a a Danish girl, Dutch. But what is one of them? A single one, individual. Duchess? (laughs) No. Prince Philip. A Dane. Claire Danes. Oh my God. I'm sorry. Claire Danes. Oh. Cloudless Danish girls, as she's known around (laughs) all over the place. Boutique greats. Um, Homeland. Correct? Yes. I forgot all about her. That's a good show. Very good show. Another one I stopped watching after a few years. Really? Yeah. I'm not good at completing things. Well, that's why you're my (laughs) co-host. That's correct. Dude, that show is great. I also petered off on it. Um, And Diego Montoya is in it. Yeah. The um, acting by her is phenomenal. Yeah. But sometimes, I mean, a little emotional, like 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 a Dexter's sister type of like, Sometimes it's like, let them just do their thing. Right. Well, she would go off the rails, right? If she got off her meds or she was fighting, like she's like bipolar or something. But when she goes off into those, you know, when the music starts, when the piano starts in her head. Yeah. She starts connecting all the the pictures and the strings. Absolutely. I'm here for it. I love it. She's she's great. Yeah. What would she come up from? Was she uh, my so-called life? I believe so. Is that the one? Did you ever watch that? I never watched that. Nor did I. Did not watch that. Didn't watch Boy Meets World. Really? Did you? You're wrong there. It was a great show. Was it? Yeah. That was like, I mean, that was, uh, that was like, a, a, like right after the Saved by the Bell era. You know, this was like a Friday night thing instead of like a daytime thing. But it was, it was kind of that type of energy where you've got the the girl that every guy in that age group has a crush on. You know, right. the, the, he wasn't cool like a, like a Zach Morris, but he wasn't quite like a Screech either. He was kind of in the middle. Dude, I was already out there. Boy yeah. Meets World. It's a coming of age show, and I was already of age. You were. I had already met the world. Absolutely. I was going up the world's shirt. You really were. Boy goes up the world's shirt. That's what <laughs> I was watching. <laughs> no, I, I just think it was like not my sweet spot. Of course. I was just a little bit older. I wish I, that we had shows like that because I was stuck watching, you know, Looney Tunes. Yeah. Just, I had to watch a rabbit fight a uh, guy with a, couldn't. Say his R's and L's. Sure, absolutely. Did you uh, did you watch uh, Fred Savage's show? Did you watch Growing Pains? 
Uh, yes, I or did. Not growing. I'm that sorry. That was Kirk Cameron. Uh, Wonder Years is what you're looking Thank for. Thank you. Did you watch Wonder Years? You know what I did? And even during this um, pandemic, if you will, we bought season one, watched the first episode pretty heavy. We were trying to watch it as a family. First episode is like the brother dies in Vietnam and... Um, like another brother or Wayne? It was Winnie's brother. Oh, yeah. The pilot episode, Winnie's brother gets killed at Vietnam. Wow. In Vietnam. And they're like, this is the feel-good show. Yeah, Let's- it was just a little bit heavy. Yeah. Um, But that show worked because... They revisited that. I mean, it's probably going to happen here, right? They're going to revisit this these times. I just can't imagine, like, you're like, okay, kids, let's watch a family show together. And then 45 minutes later, it's paused, and you're like, we probably shouldn't have been there, all right? <laughs> it was a rough time in our history. A lot of different accounts about what happened over, like, you're just, just totally going down a different path of where you expected that to lead. Right. Like, just imagine if, like, the first episode of The Middle, instead of just enjoying a sitcom, like, you're defending Desert Storm to your children. That's what was cool about that show, though, too, looking back. And, like, my parents would watch that with us, too. It was addressing some stuff. Yeah. But they would address, like, kid issues, too. Yeah. You know? Remember the anxiety of, like, calling a girl? Oh, yeah. And I remember they captured that on that show. Kevin was had to call Winnie and, like, called and then, like, hung up when the uh-huh. parent answered. And then you used because you remember doing I that? I remember that. And I remember that episode, too, where he's, like, freaking out. and He's right yeah. by the phone. Yeah. Trying to talk to a girl on the phone. Yeah. And then like the brother, you know, Wayne's coming in. Wayne was such a classic. Oh man. Big brother, like asshole. <laughs> he really was. You know? Nailed that character. He taught the, uh, he taught me some moves, like coming up to the door and just pull up. Like, <laughs> no, come on. No, come on. I'm going to let you in the car. Come on. And then pull up. up a little bit. Oh, it's a great move. And he called him butthead. Yes. Oh man. Yeah. I didn't love the show as a kid though. Because it was you were y- funny enough. Yeah. You were younger. Yeah. I mean, I was probably the same age as that savage. Yeah, it's true. I was probably the same age as his little brother. Yeah. That's why I was more... There you go. That's our age gap right there. The Savage Brothers. Yeah. That should be the name of this podcast. (laughs) Savages. Yes. Should not. This all over the place thing sucks. Savage Brothers. Brimley's? They're savages. (laughs) That's how every episode starts. Hello, savages. (laughs) All right. I think that's all I had on the uh, on the hot dogs. Other than that, the historical things that happened around this time, I didn't realize these two dates. April fourteenth, this uh, historical event happens. Nineteen twelve, major film about it. Nineteen twelve. It's a destination that I would prioritize over Mars. People want to go to Mars. I don't want. I want to go to this site. I don't. I don't need to leave the planet. I want to see what we have here. I want to go underwater. Is it in the middle of the water? And see this. The Titanic. The Titanic, which could be controversial. People probably think it's a uh, grave site, but you visit graves? Yeah. Right? I think so. Yeah. Get us down there. What do you think the iceberg's like now? You know? Let's find out. The, the iceberg's probably gone. Do you think so? Because thanks, global warming. Well, the iceberg was floating, Jim. Yeah. Yeah, it was in it was in the current of the ocean. I understand that. That's, that's okay. That's a great. Point. And, how big is it though? If you're if you're taking out a ship, is it like you know? Is how yeah. deep does it go? Does it move a lot? I think that they. Um, that's a great question, and I don't even know. But still I don't got a big I, dent in it from where a ship hit it. Right. Yeah, could be. Could still be there. I'm sorry. I don't know. Probably not. You're probably correct. Don't appease me. It's got like stickers on it from all its tackles. <laughs> but every time you hit a ship, Buckeye. <laughs> There it is right there. Look at this thing. How many hits it's had? Oh, that's great. The Titanic um, did hit the iceberg on April 14th. Wow. Sinking on the 15th. Oh, really? Now, I'm going to tie it to something that happened in 1865 on April 14th. The hit was on the 14th, and the sinking, if you will, was on the 15th. All right. This is uh, certainly Abe Lincoln. It is. By that... That description. I never knew that those two were kind of tied together there. I didn't know that either. So both events happened on the 14th, and then the 15th is when it it, it finally, you know, the perishing occurred. Interesting. Wow, what a a busy week we got here, huh? (sighs) This, dude, and and I saved this one for uh, the last because I didn't want to overwhelm you, but on this date, 1992, Lisa Bonet divorced Lenny Kravitz. Whoa. So we're going to be with you guys next week. 
for another episode. Just leave it right there. <laughs> R.I.P. to the wedded bliss of Lisa Bonet and Lenny Kravitz. And what year did they divorce? 92. So I forgot that about all. I completely forgot about this. They couldn't have been that old, right? Right. And was Lenny Kravitz. They divorced in 92, but they weren't able to separate their hair from each other until 94. That's <laughs> what it says here. They were pretty tangled. Oh, it's a different world than where we come from. <laughs> oh, the dad jokes are infectious. That's what happens <laughs> when, we're, when we're in person. Oh, man. Hey, uh, speaking of our savage Brimleys, we got a couple new reviews. All right, hit me with the reviews. Let's jump into those before we get out of here. Thank you to all the Brimleys. This one from BG6763 is titled Proud Brimley. I look forward to the return of Pat's mom. I was hoping she would be a recurring character similar to David Letterman's mom. Oh, look at that. Similar to Copperfield High School Jackets, mom. Copperfield High School Jackets. You guys are awesome. I'm proud to be a Brimley, Brian G. Brian, thank you very much. We're proud to have you as a Brimley. Thank you, Brian. Love that review. Uh, we got another one from EFB123456. I think that's the first review my mom has been mentioned in. And uh, let me tell you, my mom is a recurring character. <laughs> She's okay? always a character. Yeah, we'll have her back on. I would I, love it. I ambushed her that night. I, I feel bad. It was so great, though. Should have her on with some thoughts. There we go. I love it. Have a mom's episode. Yeah, we should. All right, we got one more review titled Rocky. Grew up in a very, very Italian suburb near the city. Few scattered Irish kids in the neighborhood. Definitely outnumbered. Rocky boys were everywhere. We'll definitely have to watch The Pretender. Italian stallion shirts worn by the majority of preteen boys. Pretty sure my husband might have been one of those boys. Every time Rocky comes on, he gets upset when I say, no way, we're not watching it again. What? It won an Oscar. That's awesome. <laughs> I don't think you have to watch The Pretender. You might be living it, EFB123456. That's awesome. I love that <laughs> review. What? It won an Oscar. I got to say that um, the Oscar argument for Rocky is rock solid. It's a deserving film, right? Of, of the of the Of the award? Absolutely. But I've also used that argument <laughs> to wear it out. And I think like people that are obsessed with the movie, like I am probably. Um, Certainly more so than me, but yes. But as, as her husband, right? Yeah. I would say that. It won an Oscar. Right? Absolutely. That's awesome. But I think that really rings with people that um, are kind of, they're, in a way, you, you're probably shocked that a movie you love won an Oscar, right? Because yeah. you're like, dude, Amadeus? <laughs> right. My left foot? Right. Like all these that win, you're like, I'm not I'm a fan like that one? Yeah. Not a lot of teenage boys were relating to the piano. But yeah, the piano? <laughs> I mean, it's not the... Yeah, for sure. Rocky was like a, a sports movie, a feel-good, a great soundtrack, a fighting, like... Popular movie. Yeah. That won the, the, you know, the award from the Yeah. they like Fight or... Club winning the Oscar. Right. So you can now, like, justify, <laughs> you know, talking about Tyler Durden for 30 years. That's exactly what it is. That's awesome. It gives you that leeway. But it really does reveal, like, um, you feel the probably same way about Commando with Schwarzenegger, but you yeah. can't say... Babe, come on! This one, you know they were nominated for best cinematography. <laughs> this thing won two MTV awards. What do you mean it's not cinematic? <laughs> great, this won best kiss in MTV awards. How are we not watching Save the Last Dance? <laughs> this one, yeah, the um, Rocky is hard to turn off. It's a yeah, I can understand that completely. Love the review. I wish that they would name where they grew up. They're saying a suburb very, very close. Yeah, so very. So are we, do we have to guess? Is this Villa Park? <laughs> I'll tell you, neighborhood. No, Villa Park is is not. Is it Melrose Park? Could be. Where is this? That one could be. Uh, let me see if I can find that again without. Can we geo nope. geo locate? <laughs> can we find out where EFB is? EFB, reach out. Let us know where you're at. I want to know where this very Italian neighborhood was. Uh, what would you even think? Like a, I don't know, but throw EFB in with our three initial friends. There you go. EFB one two three four five six. I love that name. That's a person who doesn't get very creative with their passwords. You can tell that right away. <laughs> you need a number. How many of them? Seven. All right. It'll be one two three four five six seven. <laughs> all right. Is that it for the reviews? That is it. We got two great ones. Thank you to all the Brimleys. Thank you guys so much. Uh, anything you want to plug before we close out the spring 
extravaganza here? Not particularly. I'll be doing a little bit of stand-up throughout the burbs and uh, the city. So uh, I'm sure I'll be posting some stuff about that eventually. So definitely, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing here. Let's not, can we? I don't know if I want to really... You're giving out club hey, dates? Yeah, hey, I'm going to be doing, uh, yeah, I'm going to be here, there, never so. I'll be <laughs> really posting that. And, uh, so see everyone there if you can get, if you can make it. Oh, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't feel good promoting stuff. Uh, no, not particularly. I don't really have a lot going on. Um, what about you? Uh, still doing some virtual things. I'm actually going to be heading to Las Vegas with Sebastian for some private stuff. Oh, yeah. So that'll be good. And then uh, starting to book things for May, June. Things are coming together, bud. I love it. Things are happening. I love it. I'm I hope that for you to um, be out in Vegas too. Oh man, yes, it's gonna be. It's gonna be fun. I can imagine just uh, different change of scenery can be nice for a day or two, right? Oh, for sure. Just uh, it's gonna be nice. Good. Might not be a solo mission either. Really? Yeah. I don't want to blast out my personals. Yeah, it's going to be a nice little getaway. Awesome. I, I just want to make sure that uh, there isn't too much gambling going on. I can understand that. We have a dishwasher to pay for. <laughs> right? You're going to be just fine, my friend. You might be able to get the high-end Samsung if things go well out there. I did not go with the Samsung brand, by the way. I never revealed. I went with uh, what, what I think sounds like something that will wash dishes. What'd you go with? Whirlpool? Whirlpool. That's the way to go. How do you not put your dishes in a whirlpool? That's why they still have that name. I feel like I'm putting them in the hot tub. <laughs> right? Get in there. <laughs> Get naked. Jump in. Get wet. Get clean, you dirty dishes. <laughs> Bye. See ya.